1984, Ivan Reimann produced the incredibly successful Ghostbusters, which spawned a merchandising empire. In 2001, 17 years later, he tried to make lightning strike twice. We are the Deep Geeks, and this is Evolution, the animated series. Deep Geeks, I am Mark, this is Emma, and ooh boy, um, this one's a... <sighs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, oh boy. this is our first foray into early 2000s Deek, isn't it? Yeah, thereabouts. I mean, it, mostly... it's not an era that lasts for a particularly long time. Uh, before the company is bought out by Disney, and then again by DHX. Yeah, yeah. Before it kind of becomes cookie jar, yeah. and they stop producing cartoons and start just licensing and rerunning. Well, that's not true. We do have that new Inspector Gadget. <laughs> the CGI animated one. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not Deke, though. It that's, is sort of within our wheelhouse. It's a Deke license, but it's not made by Deke, so it doesn't count. I'll have to look into that. I'll have to look into uh, No, and telling you now, it doesn't count, because <laughs> it's not made by Deke, so fuck off. Fair enough, fair Anything enough. Anything I can say, so I don't have to watch that. Okay. But we do have to watch the movie at some point. Ah, yes, but, movie, but moving swiftly That's onto our... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> right, I see your point now. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I have no comment about the sequel. So yes, um, this episode we are looking at Evolution, the animated series, otherwise known uh, to everywhere else that wasn't the UK as Alienators. Evolution continues. So um, this is, of course, the 2001 animation based on the movie Evolution. Emma, do you remember either the movie Evolution or this? Uh, I remember the movie. Doing? I definitely remember the movie. I remember the VHS tape of it. I might have seen it. I don't recall watching it, but I definitely remember having the VHS at some point in the house. <laughs> That's about the extent of it. Um, as for the actual cartoon, I definitely remember watching it uh, when it was shown on CITV. At some point, um, it would have been a rerun. If not, then it would have had to be in like a much later run than usual. Um, but I definitely, for sure, remember seeing it on like TV when it was being shown here on uh, terrestrial TV. So yeah, um, I distinctly remember quite enjoying it as a kid. But as um, as we've uh, previously proven. Stuff that I liked as a kid doesn't exactly hold up today. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember... The thing I most remember about Evolution was the fact that it was touted 
in their marketing as being the second coming of Ghostbusters. Yeah, they definitely tried to make it a, a kind of a Ghostbusters spiritual successor, didn't they? Yeah, well, it's it's down to the director, uh, Ivan Reitman, uh, having directed both of them, but completely ignores the fact that Ghostbusters is essentially a Marx Brothers movie, as opposed to how everyone remembers it as the action comedy sci-fi thing that it people try and make it out as. I mean, Ghostbusters is literally a movie in which three comedians play their comedic, the comedic versions of themselves setting up a small business. Yeah, that's pretty much But the small business <laughs> just happens to be a business where they hunt ghosts. Yeah. That's really, that's, kind of a, <laughs> that's what the a, structure a is. sci-fi Marx Brothers. So it was about the comedians themselves rather than the basis. And this gets forgotten a lot. Evolution wasn't about comedians. It starred um, David Duchovny, wasn't it? Um, Fox Mulder from the X-Files. And it wasn't great. It got very middling reviews. Yeah. I think I caught some of it on a... It was very much uh, on the whole panned. Yeah. (laughs) I caught some of it on a showing on ITV about a decade later. And uh, yeah, it was... a big load of nothing yeah it wasn't a good movie and so the logical conclusion to making a spiritual successor to ghostbusters is <laughs> to then approach uh the most notoriously shit cartoon company deke and get them to do a tv show for you that is mostly unrelated to the movie well, it's not entirely unrelated. It's got evolving alien goop monsters. I kind of just want to cut out that part and just have it just... It's got just nothing. It doesn't have anything. It's got some of the same characters. Sort some, of. Some, sort of. Some. Um, yeah, shall we go into it? Let's get into it. Evolution started as a story by Don Jacobi, who wrote the screenplays for such movies as Life Force, Death Wish 3, and Arachnophobia. With the help of a couple of friends, he turned it into a screenplay for a serious horror action movie, but all pretension of seriousness was dropped when the screenplay was picked up by the Montecito Picture Company and rewritten by Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman had been the director of the first two Ghostbusters movies, and after a decade of Arnold Schwarzenegger comedies, he was eager to return to commercial success. Ivan Reitman had already had history with Deke Entertainment. Deke had produced the incredibly successful The Real Ghostbusters, and Reitman himself had been an executive producer on Deke's far less successful Mommy's Alive. So it was a no-brainer that Deke would be granted the rights to produce the cartoon for the supposed spiritual successor to Ghostbusters. Under the hand of Louis Gassin, credited as the show's auteur, the premise of the movie, in which two college professors, a trainee fireman and a geneticist, battle an ever-evolving and expanding alien species, was adapted to the kids' cartoon format. The characters aged down and made for family-friendly. The female scientist character was replaced with an elite action girl archetype, and the alien species, the genus, was given an identifiable humanoid manifestation that could communicate with humans. The show was merchandised with a series of action figures and a Game Boy Advance game. It ran for 26 episodes before cancellation. 
Montecito Pictures retains the rights to the movie Evolution, whilst DHX Media, who currently own the deep catalogue, retain the rights to Alienators, and as such, high-quality, fully-licensed episodes of the show are available from Wild Brain Superheroes, one of their channels on YouTube. So Emma, what did you make of this one? The prophecy was right. <laughs> We're going in a pattern. Any move... I'm sorry, but I think... Uh, I think an exception has occurred. <laughs> in Emma... <laughs> There's a pattern coming on here in that any cartoon that I have seen as a kid and liked actually kind of ends up being shit when we revisit it. Yeah. Now, this can probably apply for all cartoons <laughs> that I watched on CITV. They didn't have exactly the best quality control there. No, they didn't. Um, I would say the only exceptions would be uh, some of the more Canadian-produced ones rather than the American ones. The Canadian-produced cartoons are generally pretty quality. Uh, stuff like uh, Atomic Betty and Yvonne of the Yukon were pretty great. I think Yvonne of the Yukon was BBC. Yes, but it was Canadian. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was shown on BBC, that's my point. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's still a Canadian cartoon. But um, also another exception would be kind of classic BBC... Not BBC. Another exception would be um, classic British TV kids shows, stuff like um, Trapdoor... Danger Mouse, ah, uh, yes. Count Docula, uh, that kind the, of thing. The the um, the oeuvre of weird British cartoons. Yeah. Rhubarb and that kind of we thing. We were always good at being weird. Yeah. Um, but... French were pretty decent at it too. Hector's House was pretty good. That's true. Regardless, um, this is the trashiest piece of shite. <laughs> Really? That bad, huh? Um, I mean, it's not unwatchable. There's certainly worse cartoons, but it's obnoxious in every way it could possibly be. I mean, um, let's just start at the uh, the visual aspects, because uh, seeing as oh, we can God. only go into uh, describing those... Um, should we talk about the character designs? Do we have to? I mean, yeah, I think we have to. Cause, can we? Mm. I mean, this is the bit that's uh, hardest to translate into <laughs> speech, but it this needs is the to bit be that said. sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. Uh, would that be a sore thumb that's um, that's been uh, jabbed with several parts of people's faces? <laughs> because they are the most ridiculously angular. Yeah, it's... faces. I mean, it's. Uh, Everyone is a just a weird polygon. <laughs> it's like an early 3D FX game. And, I mean, I don't mind. You can get... Uh, you can make cartoons with a decent art style. Uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, for example, has a similar amount of angularity to some of its character design. 
sort of, yeah. But for that to work, you have to also have distinctive character designs. And everyone here looks boring. Jackie Chan is pretty distinctive, I think. (laughs) Well, everyone in Jackie Chan is distinctive. You've got Jackie, Jade, Uncle. They're all incredibly different in their design elements. Uncle was the best character. (laughs) I wish we could talk about Jackie Chan (laughs) Adventures. Unfortunately, we're talking about Evolution, the animated series, where every character is the has basically. Um, I mean, there's something I've seen on to, the um, character designers talk about, and it's that if the silhouette of your character doesn't look distinctive, then you may as well not have designed a character. It's just not distinctive at all. And none of these characters look distinctive. They have pretty much the same body shape. They have pretty much the same height. The most distinctive thing about each character is that they are wearing the ugliest, most garish colours. Neon. We are talking Power Rangers levels of colours. But... Except there's no imagination here. (laughs) Wow, that's a deep cut. Oh, <laughs> burn. Um, wow. Uh, but okay, but the the show has such terrible color scheming that everything looks ugly against these bright colors. Which are these bright colors obviously exist so that the toys can be bright colors because none of them are seen in the movies. Oh yeah, no. Sorry, the movie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Oh, yeah, fucking Lord have mercy if Ugh. we have Evolution 2. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a good thing that was never a thing. The only way you can fix it is by making a self-aware kind of comedy, kind of parody thing. That's la, what it was supposed to be. A la Evil Dead 2. <laughs> oh, um... So yeah, um, uh, let's go with the premise, the the threadbare, just, ex- it's less of a premise and more of an excuse for a lot of very similar looking set pieces. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The idea is that after the events of the movie in which uh, four people defeat this alien species that has landed on Earth and then evolved into big monsters... Um, it happens again. Obviously, they hadn't defeated it, and then they have to fight offshoots of it. Uh, And so the government licenses them as a task force, uh, replaces the girl because they needed someone cooler for the marketing, for the fucking toys, so they could have an Asian... Uh, girl that does kung fu so that they could both have but so that they could have a diverse cast which is yeah i get the having a diverse cast bit why is she an asian action girl (laughs) why is she literally named after lucy leo you missed out a few things you kind of skipped, you kind of glossed over quite a few well i glossed i glossed over glossed over how the genus um kind of changes itself on the fly when it kind of feels like it whenever well, the plot is 
needed for a hot change up in the middle of the episode. That's generally the whole idea of the original, although really they can do it in a way that makes no fucking sense. Such as becoming immune to the weird blue goop that they use, which they say is selenium, but it's probably not selenium at this point. Uh, yeah, just randomly. Just yeah, halfway through a scene. Just like halfway through a scene, they'll just suddenly become immune to it because, you know, that's how evolution works. It's basically they're fighting the Borg. Yeah, they're a really shit version of the Borg that um, doesn't even assimilate. It just kills and yeah. is there and just is a general pain in the arse. And which talks in binary. No, 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 no. Only the leader, Scopes, talks in binary. Right, but it's a hive mind. Mm, yeah, but it's it's technically its own character. Yeah, well, it's sort of a manifestation of the genus. It's more of a kind of dictator-like thing. Well, yeah, because it's a kid's cartoon, and therefore it has to be pure evil, blah. But yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, Scopes obviously exists so that they can have an action figure. Yeah. Because he does nothing. No. He just kind of sits there and is like, oh, I've got teeth. Okay, what else? I've got tentacles. Okay, cool. What else? Um, I can talk to you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have the amazing power of speech through fucking binary for some reason. I don't know who decided that, but I mean, hey. He's like, oh, fucking the... the Lead guy of the group, Ira, is like at the computer with the fucking sound sample of Scopes talking. He's like, oh, I've tried every language. I have no idea which one it is. And he goes like, oh, wait, binary code. That's it. It's the only one I haven't tried. That's great. And he runs it through and it comes through as perfect fucking English. That's not how fucking binary works. Now, for one thing, how do you know it's going to be English when it comes out of the other side of the binary? How do you know it's even going to be language when it comes out of the other side of the binary? It just doesn't work. And then you've got the characters involved. Otherwise known as insufferable, insufferable, insufferable and insufferable. Yeah. yeah. And the puppy. And the puppy. The puppy is Gassy. Who is, You're starting uh, with the puppy, eh? I'm starting with the puppy because the puppy is the best character. Yeah. So Gassy is the he's the sidekick slash mascot slash cute animal except yeah, he's, pet. he's Slimer. Slimer with less attitude. In fact no attitude at all because he's literally just a puppy. Yeah, uh, he just acts like a dog. Yeah. Which was a good move. I mean that's probably the best design de- design decision they did to have this weird smelly monster thing cheese monster that's disguised that's disguised designed to look a bit like the evolution logo which was the have a nice day smile smiley coming to wipe your coming uh, to wipe the smile off your face yeah uh, but with three eyes yeah uh just act like a dog mm-hmm so good move yeah uh, likable Gassy is a creature that Ira kind of made. Ira, Ira, whatever, Iron Brew. It's a character that Iron Brew made that um, is created from one of the cells of the genus, but he neutralized it, and so that made it a puppy, I guess. 
I mean, anyway, the name Gassy comes from the fact that it farts a lot, and also it's apparently stands for Genetically Altered Symbiotic Stasis in Evolution. Does that make any lick of sense? No. Fuck no, it doesn't. No. Who cares? It's... But... Despite all of that, Gassy is pretty much the best character, because it is literally a puppy. Well, it also has the best animation. Yes. Because they're not having to deal with legs, they've put a lot more thought into how Gassy moves. And Gassy moves, believably for this weird, semi-tentacled, semi just gelatinous thing. It's a goopy monster. Slides itself around in this fascinatingly endearing way. Yeah, it's adorable. As opposed to all the humans in this show, which kind of sidle around in this weird convoluted... They're kind of... Unreal walk. Wooden in the most literal way. It's like there were no references for how people walk. But then, of course, you've got the main cast. Uh, The hero... Uh, Can you hear the inverted commas? The hero of this piece, the main character, is Ira Crane. Uh, Ira Crane? Ira Crane. Kane. Ira Kane, sorry. (laughs) Iron Brew. Ira Crane would be better. Iron Brew is... is, uh... (laughs) His main character aspect seems to be just that he is massively egotistical. And we're supposed to like him for that? I mean, sure, okay, you can do this. This can work. You can, for example, make a Tony Stark. The thing about Tony Stark is that he's also likeable as opposed to a whiny shit. Calm down, dear. I don't like this calm, character. Dad, calm down, calm, calm. This it's is okay. supposed to be... Shh, 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 shh. It's okay. This guy is supposed to kind of be the viewpoint main character. We are supposed to root for him. And he is just this one-dimensional, pathetic, big-headed idiot who spouts bollock science. And I have to admit, some of the best writing was the complete bollocks that uh, was spouted as science. It has a very good grasp of fake jargon. Oh, the character is just insufferable. And then he's joined by uh, the other scientist guy, Harry Block. What's Harry Block's uh, I love his Harry. Uh, Can I just say I really love his name? Harry Block is <laughs> Harry a Block. But I mean, the names are from the movie. So we can't even give credit for the naming. Yeah. Other than for Lucy Mai, which is literally... Oh, who's a popular Asian actress at the moment? Lucy Liu. Okay. We'll use that as the first name. <laughs> and just another generic another generic Chinese name for the surname. Yeah, yeah. So, Harry. Harry, old Harry. Oh, has, 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 has been... Harry is is he's a nice man. He's he's yeah, a bit, he's, he's a nice he's a nice big boy. Harry's likable, but he has one character. He's in the same way has a single character trait. Sports. Sports. This is despite the fact that his character in the movie was also a geologist. Yeah. Who he's... just happened to also be the coach for the sports team. Yeah, and now Which he's is... just kind of sports, 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 sports. Yeah, yeah. Everything is sports. Everything. 
is sports metaphors and he watching listens. sports on the off time. He listened to badminton scores on a CD player. <laughs> I'm still not sure how he achieved You're that. You're still angry at that being a CD player and not I'm a radio. I'm not angry at it. I'm just confused. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't understand it. I don't like it. It definitely did look like an early 2000s CD player. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose it could have had a uh, an FM feature. No. No. CD players don't have FM features. No, not really. No. And you're talking to someone who had a CD player, many CD players. Yeah, it's cheap as shit ones. I wanted ones without with um, disc skip protection, so it wouldn't stop. So it could. Like... <laughs> so, right, look, portable CD players are garbage. <laughs> Can I just say that? Well, yeah, yeah. What a shit. You had to have ones that had a um, a anti-skip feature. Yeah, basically that played several seconds ahead of... Read the disc several seconds ahead so that whenever it skipped, they could uh, immediately fix themselves. Yeah. it. Yeah. And those ones were like, what, 50 quid? I don't know. I think I picked up mine for a tenner. I, you certainly did not, because back in my day, the, fucking, the only CD player you could get for a tenner would be a shitty Alba one from Argos. Uh, well, it was second-hand, ugly and purple. There's no such thing as a purple thing that is also ugly. I don't know. I think Alienators was very purple and also very ugly. No. The purple monsters and Alienators were pretty cute. True, but the general colour palette is mostly purple. <laughs> no, no, not really. No. Pink, sure. Yeah, pink. there's a lot of pink. Um, Lucy Mai. Uh... Action girl archetype. <laughs> I am a character that's been forcefully inserted into this animation to make it slightly more diverse and also to make it a bit more sellable on the toys. Hi. I portray a strong and, and aggressive demeanor except halfway through the cartoon wherein I will inexplicably become the love interest. I'm, I'm not... Is she? I, I never really got I, that. I don't really care. Wayne, d- Wayne, 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 who's called Wayne Gray in the movie has now been renamed to Wayne Green inexplicably. Because uh, uh, that's... the suits. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Suit colour, suit colour. He color. is green, he is green. He's green. He's green. Oh, wonderful. Um, He's 17 years old. He acts like he's 12. Why is he 17 years old, more to the point? Uh, well, he's a community college student. Being the first human infected with alien DNA, he develops a sympathetic mutation, causing him to mutate parallel to any genus strains encountered. This is never a plot point that we encountered in our watching. We watched the first three episodes and then episode 19. Yeah. This is, I'm pretty sure that plot point is only for like the one episode. Um, possibly, or it probably comes up occasionally. Maybe it was mentioned in the story Bible. Ugh. God. Do we care? No. Alison Reed. She's the woman who appears in the first few episodes and was then cut uh, so that they could have the uh, the action girl. She looks like Lois Griffin in the cartoon. Uh, she has no character flaws. Yeah. Because in the movie, her character flaw was that she was, while she was pretty and intelligent, she was also clumsy. Because that is the only character flaw that these screenwriters seem to be able to come up with for intelligent, pretty women. Uh, Russell, Russell Woodman. Uh, the generic general chair yells at. <laughs> I mean, We're this, this the thing is so threadbare. 
that the guy who gives them their missions just const is just a army general who constantly yells about how much he hates them. This is the this is some of the oldest tropes. It is just so threadbare and so unbearably trite. And each episode has about two minutes worth of plot. Yeah. I mean, the... Um, what's his name from Inspector Gadget had more character to him. And he yeah. was only in the cartoon for like all of a minute. Well, for a start, he had a character design yeah. that came, gave across more <laughs> character than... Nothing here is memorable. Like, why did they think this would work? It's been... We were watching this for two hours, and I cannot remember how anything looked other than it was horrifically oversaturated and angular. And the monsters were cute. Some of them were very much pat-worthy. Yeah, there were some okay monster designs. They're very cute. There were some terrible monster designs. That too, but at least half of them were cute. The hermit crab car designs were a fun idea. Yeah, that was fun. It was a neat idea for an episode. I have to... Um, I have to confess... Uh, when we were on the second round of episodes that we were watching, um, I literally lost interest to the point that I started fucking playing Fruit Ninja on my phone, and that was more engaging. And I was so annoyed with it that I didn't care that she was doing this. I let her play phone games because I felt that she deserved it for how just pathetic this thing is. I mean, it's... Is it even necessarily the worst thing we've watched? Um, It's just... It's pretty low down. It's pretty low down. Um, It just feels so mediocre. Yeah. It's so by the book, on the rails, paint-by-numbers superhero stuff. I think it feels like it could be interchanged with half a dozen ideas of the time and still be dull. What are you looking for? The, uh, the list. Ah, right. That time already. I feel we've said enough. Yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, we slotted in Ulysses at the second spot. Uh, yes. It's not the worst thing we've seen. The worst thing we've seen is still Super Show. Okay. Is this worse than Super Show? Uh, no. No, this isn't worse than Super Show. Is this worse than Dinosaurs? Ooh. Um, I would say this is pretty Dinosaurs' tier. It is definitely Dinosaurs' tier. That is a very... I mean, as much as we, as much as we disregarded and hated this show... It is still very much a thing you can watch, unlike yeah, the Super Show. it feels watchable, but in a totally disengaged, this is a bunch of colours that are happening on the screen. It's a kind of way. ambient noise, a thing is that it, you put on in the background while you're doing other shit. You see, this is, this is difficult, because Dinosaurs 
is a very difficult watch, but Dinosaurs also actually has distinctive character designs and it feels yeah. like effort was put into it. And the animation is better. As bad as the jokes were, it does feel like it was somewhat intentional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it actually is funny. I mean, the problem with... It di- was actually funny at times. The problem with Dinosaurs was that they weren't didn't quite know who to aim for. Yeah. I'm not sure... Alienators is aimed at anyone. I mean, yeah, the movie was panned so hard. Why would I mean it's they just aim the cartoon? They've just taken it and yeah, this is a thing we can show. It's got colours. Kids will look at it for a while. Hmm. So are we saying it's slap bang in between dinosaurs and the super show? We knocking it down to uh fifth place, is it? Wait. Yes, we'll be knocking Super Show down to sixth and placing uh, Alienators in at fifth. Yeah, I Dinosaurs think... Dinosaurs at fourth. I, yeah, yeah I, th- I mean, looking back at it, I think I would rather watch an episode of Dinosaurs than I would oh, yeah. Alienators yeah, Evolution Continues slash Evolution the Animated Series. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because at least one of them is weird and different. Mm. Whereas this one is just so incredibly generic. Yeah. It's dull. That's what it is. It's dull. Yeah. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's just it's mundane. Not, it's not dull in an unwatchable way like the Super Show. It's just there. Yeah. It's pretty harmless. Which is funny considering it's a TV show about. Um, Aliens that are very much harming humans. Ho ho, irony. This has been another episode of Deep Geeks. Um, If you enjoyed the show, then uh, give a little subscribe on the RSS feed, share it with your friends, uh, send the links around and all that. Uh, It's a podcast as produced by us two, Mark and Emma, aka Mostly Kobolds. You can find our website at mostlykobolds.com. Go give it a visit. We've got a few articles up on there and all the back catalogues of podcasts that we have done beforehand as well. So, that ends this episode. Thank goodness. Yes, indeed. Oof. Until next crime. That do? Sure. Hello. Leave that sucker.